0: Listening to another episode of
1: Don't Talk Nonsense with John and Scott.
0: Right, Total Talk Nonsense with John Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode
2: 278, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 278. uh, On a Tuesday night, we're watching the Miami Heat and San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio. San Antonio Spurs in the third game of the NBA Finals. Uh, A lot happened last week, John. Your son graduated. You had a graduation party. Yeah. I went up to North there with the TP. I got some stories about that. The Hawks won their playoff series there in the Stanley Cup with the Boston Bruins, John. How about that? And what else? It's nostalgic. What else? What else happened?
0: I don't know, but I'm getting a lot of TTN forum requests all of a sudden. I get, I'm getting like 50 a day.
2: From the How, how do we how Can you shut that off? Um, delete it, I guess. We could delete it. The database, the repository. Shut off the email
0: request.
2: Oh, that reminds me, I have to log into Facebook. We have more listener news, John. Listener news. Yeah. Oh, and because I'm too lazy to kind of post to everybody who wished me a happy birthday, thank you for those uh, lovely birthday wishes. They certainly you loser, man. Certain, <laughs> I thanked everybody personally. <laughs> they certainly brightened my day. I did it during I, hey, the show last week. Hey, um, I did get a uh, waffle maker, a professional-grade waffle maker, and I made waffles tonight, and I took a picture of that, and I'm thinking of posting that. What kind of professional-grade waffle maker? Uh, you know, the kind that you go into the hotel, and you put the well, batter in, and then you flip it over. What kind is it? Uh, uh, A wool uh, uh, starts with a W. uh, Waffle uh, maker? (laughs) No. (laughs) I forget the brand name. It's very nice. Mine is a dual waffle maker. Yeah. A Waring? Yeah, Waring. Yeah, we got one of those. Oh, sorry. A long time ago. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: That's right. (laughs) You were the
2: first one on the block. Big deal. Yeah.
0: They're like 20 bucks or something. Well. You the, got
2: robbed. Wait, that's all you got for your birthday? Well, no. I got a bunch of other stuff. Like what? Uh, uh, I got um, Amazon gift card. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh, oh, maybe you'll re-gift
2: tri- that. <laughs> a Chipotle gift card. Hey, TP, good news. Uh, iTunes You might gift be card. getting something now that you got, I got, socks, got an Amazon gift card. Socks. <laughs> I got, uh, oh, I got new underwear. Um, for your birthday? Yeah. Uh, the um, Not, you know, your standard underwear, the athletic type of underwear. You buy underwear. that
0: shit any time you want. For your birthday, you're supposed to be getting something special. Um, I did. I got a waffle maker. <laughs> <laughs> that just means more work for you.
2: Yeah. I what like waffles. Put it, what do you put
0: in your waffle batter?
2: I, the standard, you know, the Bisquick, the uh, eggs, the you oil, vanilla, and the
0: milk. No vanilla?
2: I put that in the, the pancakes and the waffles. The vanilla? Yeah. 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 Um, Blueberries, I'm trying to think chocolate what else chip. I get to uh, for the birthday chip? there. Chocolate chip. No, well, my son likes that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. In the waffles, I do the powdered sugar on top. The butter. I, I just like that powdered sugar, butter, and syrup.
0: <laughs> powdered sugar, butter, and syrup. <laughs> sugar, butter, sugar, 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 and sugar fat, and sugar. <laughs> Melted, uh, delicious.
2: Yes trying to think what I'm else i got oh i got a new guy. basketball i can only
0: eat like one or two and uh,
2: a new basketball too sweet yeah i got that and um what else oh so when i uh my wife and daughter got the waffle maker right yeah and they took it home and it was this huge box so they just wrapped the box yeah. and then i opened the box and i'm like jeez this is a huge waffle maker i mean it's the size of a goddamn microwave <laughs> How big are these waffles? And I open the box. There's two waffle makers inside. Whoa. So my wife's going to take the other one back, Um, which I guess is fine. <laughs> well, you might want to make a lot
0: of waffles. I don't know. Did you want to? I don't want to. You're like, I guess it's fine. What does that mean? What? I guess is fine I guess that's fine morally That's fine to take it back Oh I see what you're saying But maybe she uh, She's taking it back But maybe she paid for two No she only paid for one How do
2: you know She checked the receipt Uh Alright what else did I get Uh, Oh I got Two bottles of whiskey John How about that Nice what'd you get uh, Knob Creek and Knob Creek. <laughs> Two different types of Knob Creek. Nice. And, uh, So it was a big birthday extravaganza up north? No, it wasn't up north. No. No. Uh, but, so we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we also have the NSA to talk about. And uh, before we get to anything, John, let's do listener updates. Um, listener updates. Last week we talked about our listener, William. He has a blog. Uh, He thanked us for that Hold on What is the listener update I'm looking for Um, Yes It has to do with HPV We have a conversation About HPV Yeah And both William Our listener William and Julie uh, Julie was doing this As a profession For the last 16 years uh, checking for. Uh, I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so she backed up everything I said is accurate and correct. And uh, yeah, like you had anything to do with the research? <laughs> all I remember is you were giving me shit. Oh yeah, like the drinking and smoking and had nothing to do with his throat cancer, man. Hey man, I was just playing
0: devil's advocate. I was taking the conservative side, like how they do in uh,
2: with you know climate change and all that. Other listener news. I was being a denier. Um, Oh, so the the outcome of that is, yes, get your kids vaccinated. And if you're single and uh, still dating, you should probably get vaccinated if you haven't been already. Because there's these two strains of HPV, 16 and 18, I believe. They're the one that's linked to all these cancers. And let me find it because uh, Julie put it really nicely. um, Eloquently. Yes. Eloquently. Damn it. Where is it? Oh, here it
1: is.
2: (laughs) I forgot my glasses, too, so I'm having a hard time reading. Wow. All right. Here's what she had to say, John. uh, Hold on. Hold on. Yes. They know HPV is the because they can test a tumor specimen for HPV DNA. So Michael Douglas would know for sure that what his cancer was from uh, and it happened to be from oral sex there, John. Uh, yeah. uh, well, she did write a lot. Well, how
0: would that? he know if it was for sure from oral sex?
2: I just told you because, because they can take the tumor and look at the DNA and if the DNA matches the HPV, then it's caused by HPV. What if he just ate a, a turd when he was younger? <laughs> I guess that, that could be a possible. I mean, we can't rule that out, can we? Michael, have you ever eaten a turd? <laughs> well, yes. Did you see the movie yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. I look for it because my uncle's got HPO up in the. HPO? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> H- <laughs> Did I say P? HPO. I'm missing. I'm missing. H-P-V. I'm mixing up HPV and HBO to get HPO. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, she captured it really well. Yeah. Oh, here we go. It's mainly in the areas of the body where two cell types meet the transition into other cells cervix, esophagus, and rectum. These are the areas, these are also the areas where transmission uh, sexually occurs. Damn How about near kill them. That's right. So, uh, if you get your kids <clears throat> vaccinated, and if you're still single, go and get yourself vaccinated there. Because uh, that's the last thing you want to deal with. Well, why just Flo- if you're cancer? single? What
0: about if you're married, that's too? Sort
2: of a, well, I would assume you're in a monogamous relationship, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that from the past, it's still not lurking around. Well, if it is lurking around, then you both have it anyway. I don't know if the vaccine would uh, do anything. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying there, John? My assumption is if you're married, you're having sex with your, your significant other. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, the one thing about HPV is that uh, a lot of people don't show any symptoms at all, don't even know they have it, until they get cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and so other- no more ass to mouth after <laughs> vaginal and anal sex, right? R- right, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well it, it could be from the any orifice HPV can be transmitted oh. if you have it. So right?
0: your ears and nostrils. I see.
2: Well I guess not any, but the ones that Julie had mentioned <laughs> that where there are cells that any uh, interact three. with different types of cells. Yes. Any of the three in, that we're familiar with, with porn, John? You know why women have their holes so close together?
0: uh uh-uh. So when they pass out drunk, you can carry them like a six-pack? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. God designed them that yeah, way? Yeah, you didn't know that. And that's why they designed the six-pack that way? Some guy was carrying his drunk girlfriend home, and he said, Hey, this would be a great design for a six-pack. <laughs> Which came first? I'm sorry, the that's, a,
0: that's a terrible, <laughs> or God's terrible design. Joke. I'll zap myself. Ah! Terrible, 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 terrible. All right, other
2: listener news, it's John. Dirty. It's a dirty joke. Our listener George yeah. started yeah, a like podcast that. called "Give Me Cake or Give Me."
0: Okay, no more fooling around.
2: Death. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. Um. He is doing his last, his final episode. Already? His 30th episode. (laughs) So he posted. He's done? He's done. He posted a notice. It says, notice, the next episode, episode 30, will be my last. I will still be active in the podcasting community as a fan, a friend, and an occasional content contributor. Hey, we need content contributors, Sean. I will still have my recording equipment and will be recording things here and there, but it can no longer be a regular thing for me. <laughs> it's not a regular thing for us, really. I mean, we try to do it every week, but uh, we miss some weeks. What is what is that all about? After over a year of doing the show, many wonderful changes have taken place in my life. He must have met some chick. Aha. Right? Uh-huh. Most notably, she said, you better stop it. <laughs> Most notably, the stained glass hobby is showing promise as a potential side job. I will be vo- devoting more time and resources shaping the skills of this craft so that it can be a lucrative opportunity for me. Thank you all for your support and for listening. The last show will be out sometime this week or next week. I will announce it, and the show feed will be up until August. For anyone who wants to catch up on the shows, you can request yeah. copies of the shows if you like them, and I will send them. Again, thanks, and you'll be hearing... From me.
1: Stopping such a pussy. Stopping such a pussy. Stopping such a pussy. Stopping such a
2: pussy. All right, so that's it yeah. for a listener news. Oh, Tim Duncan in, in is other down. words. He's crying. In
0: other words. Hasta la vista, baby.
2: That's right. Yeah. In other words. All right, John, so... Um, what
0: the fuck did I do wrong?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so on... Friday? Yeah. On Thursday. Stop whining. My son's last day of school is on Thursday. Came home, report card, all A's. Nice Nice job. Uh, The daughter, not so much. Um, Not so many A's? uh, A's, B's, and and a couple of other grades. Um, Wait, what what are the other (laughs) grades? Like Two C's. Oh, so the Cs are okay. <laughs> yeah, right? they're fine. I mean, yeah. I, I uh, when I was in high school, Cs were you know the top grade. Yeah, <laughs> Mine do. Um, so I, uh, he has his last day of school. Then he's at a pool party, a pool party yeah. at a neighbor's house. So I I go to I get off uh, work there. I go to pick him up at the pool party, and then to head up there to t- pick up the TP in Delavan and head up to Eagle River. So. He's playing, so I get there. You know, I got to talk to the mom. I meet the mom, and getting his ass moving is yeah. like impossible. So I finally get his ass moving. He's got to get his shoes. So he gets his socks. He's putting his shoes on, and he he broke the seal. I guess he stepped in dog shit earlier, no. and he didn't notice. And he's putting the shoes on. So he gets shit all over his hands. Do it now. He broke the seal. The house no. starting to smell. Oh.
1: It's like oh Jesus. <laughs>
2: jesus sweet baby you must be very proud of yourself yeah so that was like a hazmat suits. So we got to get on and clean that shit up well oh. and then i'm like okay we got to stop at home now because uh you're not those shoes aren't gonna be in my yeah. car for a long they're not gonna be in for six hours so we got to stop at home and get him new shoes so we get delayed a little bit more but i get up there i pick up tp he's waiting in the driveway I don't know if you remember last time I picked him up. I told the story on the podcast. Uh huh. Hey, he's, I got to go to the bank. I got to do this. I'm like, hey, you had all fucking day to do that. Dude, listen. So Tony learned his lesson. And yeah. He's sitting on the driveway waiting for me. Great. Tony, you got your wallet? Yeah. You got your phone? No. All right, go get your phone. You got to take a shit? No. Okay, go get your phone. <laughs> Did you ask him if he needed to do any cock push-ups? Cock (laughs) push-ups? Five minutes later. I don't know what the fuck it takes five minutes to get his goddamn phone. Get him in the car, and we head up there. Uh, Weather was okay. Got a little bit dark. Uh, I've already hit four deer, John, so I'm a little nervous about deer. Oh, yeah. Um, But we get up there. uh, I went right to bed. I was fucking exhausted. Exhausted. Um, He stayed up. Uh... I, we didn't talk politics on the way up. I wanted to save that, you know, for the for the uh, for the house there. No,
1: no, no, no.
2: Next day, everybody wakes up. It's uh, the weather's kind of nice, uh, but it's a little, a little rainy, a little chilly, but yeah. it's okay. I, I dig it a little bit. And uh, no real political yeah. discussions. Yeah, they wanted to stay away from it. Oh, and scared. this is right when the NSA story broke. Uh, you know, so it's NSA thing is the NSA is like. Uh, recording all yeah. uh, tracking all phone calls, emails, text messages, line. the whole deal. I'm not even sure of the particulars. What I from what I understand, they have all this information and they've been collecting it for years. And they have algorithms that go through and look for I don't know what the fuck it looks for, but it it a red flag stuff, right? Um and I'm not prepared to I'm just disgusted by this, so that uh, I'm not in any position to. uh, I'm just disgusted by Obama. I'm disgusted by the W that started this with the Patriot Act. Yeah. Uh, So I don't even want to talk about it. And they didn't want to talk about it either. Yeah. But they did put Fox business on (laughs) on Friday. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You ever watch that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So, it seems
0: like that's all I say on the show anyway, so now i got a soundboard, so I'll just go.
2: Yeah. So Fox Business, it, it was interesting to watch. I've never watched it, but it's interesting to watch because they're giving you business news. Yeah. And it's all good. Hey, the, the stock market's going up. This company's doing great. Their projections are great. Hey, the job numbers aren't what they should be, but they we're expecting that they're going to go up. So, from yeah. that perspective it was all good yeah but then in between those stories yeah. they would spend yeah. five minutes uh, bashing Obama and yeah. it wasn't even re- related to business right oh while well, this is you know what Obama's doing he's going to uh, uh, hang with celebrities to get money that's what he's doing ah, shut up uh, so it, it that was interesting but and but the the, the brainwashing that goes on with my family. So you didn't start yelling at the TV or anything? No, I didn't. You
0: what the fuck's wrong with you, man? They didn't. Why don't you start it?
2: Start it. You we didn't did want start to, to have a discussion. You don't want to have that smart. Oh, see, yeah, there's your elitist. We did. So we didn't. We didn't have political discussions, but Tony did talk about OSHA. Now I really know nothing about OSHA, but I've heard yeah, you talk about right. OSHA before. And from what I understand, OSHAs, uh, they have regulations that protect the worker, and I would assume they protect the customer, too, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so Tony starts telling the story about... Starts telling the story. Starts, starts, starts telling <laughs> the story about how my Uncle Hank, who owns a business, got, uh, is gonna get fined seven grand. Yeah. And I he's am. making this stuff up, this hypothetical stuff based on a story that happened at Home Depot where he works that was not even OSHA-related. So I'm like, Tony, you don't know what you're talking about. You can't talk about one thing and relate it to something else. Yes, you can if you watch Fox News. Right, I guess so. So we had that discussion. And then he starts... uh, I I went away and I came back. They were out on the dock. And I came back and he stopped talking. I'm like, what, are you talking about me? (laughs) And he was talking about... Doctors are assholes because patients they don't want to tell doctors what their weight is anymore because they don't want their weight getting out and being everywhere. <laughs> I'm like Tony, <laughs> you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Have you ever heard of HIPAA? You know what HIPAA is? Doctors, they're putting it Do on you don't know. Facebook. Oh Do no, Yeah, like I'm gonna, am uh, as a patient. I don't want to tell my doctor what I weigh because he's going to turn around and tell all the nurses and post it on social media what I weigh. And he's going to share it with everybody. I'm like, Tony, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I work in this industry. This is how it works. This is what HIPAA is and this is what it does. So stop it! Stop it! And and that kind of... um that kind of smarmy Stop arrogance it. on my part, it. I think, contributed to son of a not wanting to talk about that kind uh-huh. of stuff <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So we really didn't have any of those uh, types of discussions. What, what was the OSHA thing? What ha- who, who got fined? And Nobody why? got fined. He, was, he likes to talk hypotheticals. And his whole rant is regulations are stupid. And there shouldn't be any regulations. People well, should be able to do whatever they want. Here's my
0: problem with OSHA, and it's really simple, really simple. They are allowed to be judge and jury and executioner right there. I mean, right on the spot, they find you. And this happened. This didn't happen to me, but it happened to the the guy doing my second floor edition. And the guys, when they took the um the roof off, and it was just flat, they didn't flag around the edges. So they didn't put like string with little orange tape flags around. And they weren't wearing lanyards and hard hats. So, yeah. so somebody, <laughs> so somebody, somebody called on them. Okay. It, does it got to be so loud? I wasn't that rude, <laughs> you know. I didn't play it that loud. No, go right? ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up. Okay, so yeah, my I didn't fit to say anything yet. Right. So anyway, um, I digress. Where where was I? Oh yeah. So they they find him like like fourteen grand right on the spot. They give him a ticket for 14000 with all these violations. And he starts yelling at me about it. Like, I go, well, that's your problem, man. You know, you're the contractor. You got to deal with it. But I'll tell you this. You should go down there and fight it. You should dispute it. You should go right down to the office and, and say, there's no way you should be allowed to do this. Um, you know, say you'll call the alderman. It's hurting your business, blah, 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 blah. And he got it down to like four grand. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so um, all he had to do was like get them training uh, and say that they did the training, and then it was all taken care of. But my problem is, once again, OSHA is allowed to just bust you on the spot and then just write up whatever fine. They feel is okay, which is complete bullshit. All right. Regulations are sometimes, yeah, they're way they're, they're way too much. It's overkill, and sometimes it'll hurt somebody more. But they shouldn't be able to just write you a ticket, and then you have to pay that fine. You should be able to dispute it and go back and just like right when you, when you get, you know, like a, a, a ticket for speeding. You can go to court. Face your accuser. Face your accuser fight it out and you know usually walk away with either nothing or sometimes just a probationary fine or whatever a court fee but uh yeah i mean we had a guy walking around pointing shit out and i said wait a minute he had his badge on and it said osha i go who the hell are you you're not with osha he goes no but i'm trained in all the levels of osha <laughs> i go who do you work for Oh, I work for Ace Medical and uh, Safety Supply. Okay, so get the fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. So somebody, you know, whoever, somebody in HR or something like that thought, oh, this guy sold her a bill of goods and said, yeah, write up a report for us. That would be great. Well, he like wrote up a report so that you would buy all this safety equipment from, from them. Now, granted, you could go through my warehouse, and you could go through other warehouses. My warehouse has some older equipment, but it's all up to date OSHA wise. Uh, but he would like find fault with like a lanyard that was a little older than it should be. Like it's not going to; it's rated to hold some a thousand pounds, but because it's a little old. Um, it has to be replaced, and they say they got to replace them every six months. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a lanyard that met, met the minimum requirement. It was like overkill requirement. You know, it's supposed to be, I guess, three hundred fifty pounds, whatever it is. But it was like a thousand pounds. So a thousand pound guy falling would be saved. Uh, let's say eight hundred pounds, because as you're moving, I guess you know. All right. So. You know, he's trying to get us to buy all that shit, which is a bunch of bullshit. I told her, I said, listen, instead of having this clown walk through, call the real OSHA up and have them come. Well, then they might find us. Well, let me worry about that then. I don't think they will, because I think I'm pretty up to date. I walk around, I look for the slip, trip, and fall, and all that crap, and... Extension cords and all that bullshit that they used to cite us for at this other place I worked at, and every time we fixed it, they they let the shit ride, so we didn't have to pay for it. But yeah, that's the little bullshit tricks that you know people
2: monetize those kinds of things. Well, then Tony told another story about uh, getting back to regulations about his cousin fishing. He went fishing, and a ranger or whatever they call him came up to him. And gave him a, wrote him a $250 ticket for having a Coke can. And uh, said, it's ridiculous, we need to get rid of this bullshit, it's all bullshit. And I said, well, I call bullshit on that story. I mean, because you have a Coke can, what do you do? Yeah. You throw the Coke can in the river? Then okay, I can see that, but he just had the Coke can? Yeah, he just had the Coke can. He was drinking out of the Coke can? And you gotta, <laughs> what, I don't understand, What what? $250 for what? I call bullshit, and he got so fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you want
0: me to call him right now? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? And he gives you that look, too, <laughs> like he's going to bite you, doesn't he? <laughs> Through those glasses. Yes. And they, his eyeballs are big and on fire. Yes. Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, other than that, we had a, a very nice time. Yeah. Um, We got the pontoon boat in the water, and we went bombing. You know what bombing is, John? That's where you you anchor the boat in 40 feet of water, and then you jump off the pontoon? Yeah. (laughs) 58-degree water. (laughs) Oh, that'll shrivel them up. Yeah. 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 It took me three or four hours just to warm back up to 98 degrees after that. (laughs) But TP, he was bombing. He was in there. My son was in there. son was in there first. And then we got to watch a Hawks game that was a real treat. Oh yeah. Watching the Hawks game with the TP because I think the Hawks went up 2 to nothing and then the uh, Kings came back and tied it. 3-3. Three, three. Uh yeah, and then it went uh OT twice. Two overtimes? Oh yeah, the, so the he was okay until the third period. Oh, they scored with 14 seconds left. Oh my he god. He lost his fucking mind. And then the o- overtime. What did he say?
1: Oh, Jesus, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> and when he yells, his, his voice gets really high. and <laughs> Then in overtime,
1: <laughs> hit him. Oh, they him. <laughs> hit him. Well,
2: what was funny
0: is, you know, everybody was, I had a couple of hockey guys down in the basement here. They snuck down because they knew I had a TV in the basement, but nobody else did. So they, you know, like, I don't know, gave my son a dollar to figure out how to set the TV up. And while at that play of the game, I had just come downstairs and I'm like, why are the lights so bright? So I like turned them down and my friend Mike says, oh, great. So you turn the lights down and next thing you know, they're going to score and tie it up and it's going to be your fault. No sooner than I sit out and they fucking score. <laughs> you see, man! And I'm watching, I'm like, well, why didn't, why didn't, uh, what's his name? Seagram? Se, C- Seabrook? Seabrook, why didn't he, like, uh, cross check the guy? Why did he let him get the, why did he let him be in the zone there? He should have, f- who cares if you get a
2: penalty at 14 seconds? Right. Well, and I I'm I was watching, too, I'm like, well, why aren't the Hawks hitting these guys? They're pussyfooting around them. I would smack them into the boards. Well, they got problems, man, if they're not going to hit, because Boston is a
0: hard-hitting
2: team, and they're very physical. Well, it should be exciting, and the first game is tomorrow night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that should be um, that should be And cool. I'm excited,
0: Scott, because this brings back, it's very nostalgic for me. When I was about eight years old, I think nineteen seventy-three. Tonyo was in goal. Uh, Bobby Orr, Bob, no, Bobby Orr on was on the Boston. It was, he was a, in Boston. Yeah, it was, yeah. He was but it was a big rivalry. Big rivalry. Uh, Hull was, I think, uh, left the
2: team that year. His brother was on the team. Esposito's brother, Phil Esposito, uh, was on Boston. Sorry. Was on Boston. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm. Stepping and, uh, on your story.
0: Antonio was in goal and uh, I think uh, who was the other Hall? It was a brother playing with the Hawks. Dennis. Dennis Hall. Yeah,
2: Pip Martin, Stan Makita, right, exactly.
0: Magnuson. So it's my first game at the stadium, and I'm with my let's see, my dad number two. Yeah. Stepdad. And um, and it's just it's just uh, me and him, right? Right. And I get tired at some point, and he's talking to some hot chick, all I remember. And she lays out her fur coat for me to lay on and oh, sleep.
2: Oh, that's nice.
0: And I fall asleep. He slept at the Hawks game. And I wake up, and laying across me, he wakes me up, and laying across me is a brand new Blackhawks sweatshirt. Nice. I think it was hush money for me not to say <laughs> nothing to my mom, right? Who did they About play? About the lady. I'm, I think it was the Bruins. I'm not sure because at some point after that, I became a huge fan of the Boston Bruins. It, had, it might have had something to do with Esposito. I don't recall exactly, but I remember uh, like the next Christmas, I got a Boston Bruins jersey and I never fucking took that thing off. It was the kind with the laces um, around the neck, the big B gold and black and the jersey was like off white, you know, it was it, I love that fucking thing. And it's like I never took it off. And um and then, you know, as I got older and the Hawks I still kind of liked them, but when they they closed the stadium down uh and did the United Center, that was it. I I just never liked watching them again, you know? I couldn't believe how much money it cost to go. It sucked too because I wanted my kids to like have that experience at that shitty old stadium where you'd see the Andy Franes in their yellow jackets running from all different directions because people are there's a brawl going on in the crowd. I mean that place was rough. Did you ever go there? Yes. Did you see what what I'm talking about? Yes. That was a rough joint, wasn't it? It was. And the stairs, those fucking stairs. If you had to... My wife and I went there when... um, I saw a couple of Bulls games. And then we went there the night that Jordan retired, supposedly, the first time. And uh, we had nosebleeds. And I hoofed those fucking stairs. I thought I was going to die. And it was a capacity crowd, Scott. I still have the the bag and the newspaper and everything they gave you as a souvenir um, somewhere but uh, I love that place and now it's uh, it's gone but what I do like is like the original six teams are, were part of the playoffs it made it really cool real fun to watch and now the Hawks are playing their rivals, the Boston Bruins. I, I just hope they, they get a little sense of that nostalgic uh, experience
2: while they're playing. Well, Tony told a story uh, while in between periods or something, um, and I remember this story. It's probably 20 years old. Tony used to have, he didn't have season tickets, but his cousin had season tickets, so he got to go a lot because his cousin say, hey, Tony, I can't make it. Do you want to go? So Tony called me up. He's like, hey, you want to go? And I had something else going on. I couldn't go. So he calls Mr. Shmuel. So these are like $60 <laughs> tickets. And they're right, they're like four rows behind the glass. I remember this 20 years ago. Yeah, $60 uh, I, I what those tickets are. now
0: are uh, out in the parking lot. <laughs> and
2: you get to watch it on the Jumbotron. So Steve picks him up to drive, you know, because nobody lets Tony drive. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. That's a whole other story. I, my theory is Tony is such a bad driver that you know it when you're 100 yards away from him <laughs> and you you just stay away. You avoid him. That's why he hasn't been in any accidents. Um, so Steve, uh, Mr. Schmuel drives and uh, <laughs> he makes Tony pay for gas. What? <laughs> and he makes Tony pay for parking. So then, on the way what home, <laughs> On the way home, he gets uh, some guy goes through a red light, so he figures, well, he went through the red light, I'll go through the red light, so he goes through the red light, and a cop pulls him over, and Tony is cracking up in the passenger seat; <laughs> he could not stop laughing, <laughs> and Tony's got a very infectious laugh.
0: Yeah, well, we've heard a little <laughs> bit of it on the show, but
2: if you're on, if you're on, dudes, if you're on Mister <laughs> Schmool's dudes. side. In the driver's seat. I mean, it would that would fucking drive me fucking bananas <laughs> if I got pulled over by a cop and Tony's laughing his like ass off. Like you're
0: laughing your ass off at the papooch when he right. ripped his door off. <laughs> right. The
2: the seat. <laughs> but somehow Steve talked his way out of a ticket. So we have to ask him about that if we ever get him in here. Mr. Schmool. How did he do that? Driving through a red light. So, let's see. Uh, oh, so then uh, the drive home was, uh, we got up at like, I had to wake those guys up at uh, those guys, my son and Tony up at six. Um, I dropped him off at 11. When was that? That's on Sunday. So Sunday we came back. Oh, well, but before that, so we we set up this... Uh, we're going to go to the fish fry for my birthday, oh, yeah. right? So my mother and her husband, we invite them. And then uh, I get a text message from my mother's husband. Yeah, we're not going to make it. Go go without us. And this is my fucking birthday. <laughs> right, what is that? My mother has a headache, John. Oh. I have a headache. So they didn't go. <laughs> You
0: get the same shit in your family I got. So man. I... So there was... Oh, Grandma's not coming for
2: Christmas, and we just find out when my dad shows up! <laughs> I, got, uh, I got home, and at like 8 p.m. on Sunday, I got an email from my mother. Oh, happy birthday. I hope you had a wonderful day. Thanks, Mom. Um... So I get home and because I ha- I I went running when I was in Eagle River but you know I got this triathlon coming up and I, w- I didn't go swimming other than, you know, jumping in 58 degree water and having my balls fucking shrivel up. <laughs> I don't think I saw my dick for like 2 days, John. It was an innie. Um It's called a pussy. <laughs> so I go and I the first thing I do when I get home cuz I'm kind of stinky too. You know what I'm yeah. saying, John? I go to the pool. I'm gonna swim two thousand yards. I swim my two thousand yards. So that's how yards. you bathe. You go to the pool, right? The chlorine. I love the chlorine. Um, so I get out. I dry, I there's this little dryer. I dry my suit. I wear like uh, some some athletic undies and then my swimming suit. So I dry those off and I put my undies back on. And I got a sh- t-shirt on and I go weigh myself because I haven't weighed myself in a while and this naked fucking guy comes up to me <laughs> like in his late 50s or early 60s <laughs> so I'm getting on the scale and the scale is electronic and it takes like um, it takes like 30 seconds yeah. to, to lock your weight right? yeah so I'm standing on the scale this fucking naked guy comes up to me and he stands there and I think is he waiting to get on? <laughs> he's like hey hey 207 am I right? am I right? So I'm like, well, hold on. You know, it's got a lock. You're not right, but it's close. It's close. So it locks at 208.8, right? Yeah. So I tell him, hey, it's 208.8, 207. That's a nice guess. He goes to high five me. Oh, He's fucking naked. (laughs) Yeah. I just walked away. And the reason I was able to do that is because when I was in this band, John, I was in this band called AKC. Right. And high fives were the fucking lamest fucking thing ever, and and we would try to trick each other <laughs> yeah. into giving high fives. And I trained myself, because my natural reaction when somebody puts their hands up for a right. high five is to high five them. Yeah. And it took a month to train myself not right. to do that. And I'm so- We got you a couple times. I'm so fortunate. Yeah for that experience. Well, it, you, you could have just said, I'm gay. <laughs> it made me who I am, John. If I didn't have that experience with that band, he I would have high-fived fived a naked guy in the locker room. And then he would have
0: swung his hand down <laughs> as you're walking away and hit your ass. You know the high-five to the low-five? He just would have swung it down as you're walking by.
2: Now, nice. I, I'll... Um, I'll be naked in a locker room, you know, like when I'm drying my suits off, and then when they're dry, I put my undies back on. I haven't gotten to that age yet where you just walk <laughs> you walk around dude, naked. When does that happen? Dude, does the, that la- happen? the
0: last time I was naked in a locker room, I told this story on the show. I was at the Y, and I got a, a membership with a buddy of mine, and we were playing hoops, and... And swam and worked out, did the whole thing. This is back in the day when I actually had some athletic ability, and um, just, you know, you're supposed to take a shower after because you stink, you know. So I had my bag with my stuff in it, and I, and I'm taking my clothes off, and uh, I go into the to the shower. And as I'm going in, these two old men are completely fucking naked, all gray hair from their feet to their head, just talking, chit-chatting. They're not putting their clothes on. They're just talking, blah, 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 yay, Joe, blah, blah. I'm like, is there... Maybe this is, like, something that I'm not used to, because... Maybe this is some shit in the old days because I used my dad used to tell me stories about how they had to swim naked when they're right in, in high school. school. What and, the uh, fuck is that? So I'm in the I go into the shower, and I don't know if you know the why over there on uh, 14 over on Normal. Oh West yeah, a lad off. Lad I was off. a member there for a long time. John Well, that shower is the same shower that leads into the pool, right? Right. So I turned the water on, and the water is like. Scalding hot and I put my hand in my arm in and I'm like ah and I throw it back and I slap this kid in the face like super hard and he's like 10 years old and I turn around and I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry and I'm holding him and holding his face and I'm naked (laughs) and I'm like oh fuck what am I doing I'm like I'm sorry dude Uh, and I turn around that's not right and my buddy Mike's laughing his ass off and he you know I put clothes on. I never, I never took my clothes off at a fucking health club again. I would go there in my sweats, and I would go home in my
2: fucking sweats. <laughs> I if no, I had to change into a bathing suit, that's different. But other than that, no problem. Walking in the shower, taking a shower, walking back, put my clothes on. But I've been in these clubs <laughs> where these old guys, like I, the one, the worst thing I've ever seen. Is uh, this club in Bannockburn? I used to play basketball at lunch, and I take my shower. I get out. I'm getting my clothes on, and this guy is in the like this sink area. Yeah. So they got the shaving cream, the razors, the blow dryers. <laughs> he got his. He has his foot up on the counter. <laughs> One
1: foot up blow on the counter. Blow drying nuts. He's blow drying oh his nuts. Oh my god! I'm yeah. like, what?
2: What the fuck is that? <sighs> so I'm. I'm fuck-a,
1: wondering. fucker fucker
2: is there an age I'm going to hit where I'm just going to be like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking around naked <laughs> everywhere, and I'm going to blow dry my nuts in front of the youngsters. <laughs> I think I think Lewis C.K. or somebody
0: uh, talked about that. They hit an age. Uh, I can't remember. No, it wasn't him. He was on David Letterman. It's the guy. He's that skinny guy that uh, from uh, The Big Bang Theory. Uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. what's his name Sheldon Sheldon he's gay did you know that well, I don't know I don't I don't care but the story he told is I guess he turned forty you know he doesn't look forty he doesn't he turned forty or I think it was forty maybe it's forty five I don't know but he says uh, I got to this age now where I just don't care about anything you know I used to worry about how do I, how do I look how is this gonna happen what's going on here I I, I worry about everything and then i hit this age and i don't give a shit about anything i I don't care i just don't give a shit a rat's ass and david letters and i like i know exactly what you're talking about i think that's what's gonna happen we're gonna hit like 50 which is next year scott
2: Oh, there's a lot of things I don't care about, (laughs) but walking around naked in a locker room when I don't have to, I just don't see the reason for that. I think you'll hit that point where you're like, I don't
0: really give a fuck about anything. I'm already there. I'm going to walk naked mowing
2: my lawn is what you're (laughs) going to end up doing. Well, today I was a little bit late, John, and the reason I was late is because I have this hat. I have this nice hat that I found at Nordstrom's Rack. I'm gay. What do you call this, a fedora? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like a summer fedora, because it's yeah. made out of what? It's Like straw. Straw, right? I really like it's this like hat. It's like
0: a basket weave. It's very nice, classy. Uh, looks like you, you spent a lot of money on it. But, but I didn't. But you
2: didn't. <laughs> so, uh, How did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I uh, and, and the reason I, I have hats is because I have a bald yes. head. And in the summer, uh, my head, I turn into like a fucking lobster if I don't put anything on my head. So I'm leaving to come over here and I put my hat on. And my wife is like, why? I'm just curious. Why are you wearing that hat? I like it. I'm gay. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's not sunny. Like the sun's going down. So, you know, when when it's sunny out. It's comfortable. You wear the hat. And I'm like, oh, it's sunny. Okay. He can wear the hat. But my wife objects to me wearing the hat when yeah. it's not sunny. She wants to know why I wear the hat. <laughs> I'm like, I like it. It's a cool hat. I like that it's got this thing up front that fits my fingers. Yeah. And I can I can pinch adjust it. Adjust it. I can adjust it. I put it... It feels good on my head. You can take it off to, to say hello to yes. someone. I can take it off to say hello. I can tip, tip it. it up. I can wear it backwards. Yeah. I like the hat. And and I we got in this whole conversation about I used to wear baseball caps, but you know right. what, baseball caps that's not age appropriate. Yeah. The fedora Dr. is age appropriate, uh, which she disagreed with. And there's yeah. another story there, but the conclusion was, tetanus. I look gay in my hat. <laughs> and my daughter gay. was listening the whole time; yeah, she's watching TV. Oh, but boy. she was like, "Yeah, you look gay, Dad." Now wait a minute—you let your daughter talk like that to you? That's fine. So I I said, <laughs> oh my god. He, but here's the thing. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what other people think. If people want to think I'm gay, that's great because that means that homophobes aren't going to come up to me. Like if they thought I wasn't gay, they might strike up a conversation. Yeah. And then I find out they're a homophobe? Yeah, I don't want to waste my time with somebody like that. Right. So this way, I rule out the homophobes. If they, everybody thinks like you two think, you I don't have to deal with the homophobes. You mind
0: your own fuckhole!
2: And there's some other benefit there, too, for my wife, I would think. If if women think I'm gay because I wear this hat, then, uh, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So, um, I don't care. Oh, so then the other part of that story is I, uh, my daughter and I, we ordered, uh, Converse All-Stars, and they came in the mail. Right. So my daughter, this is her last day of school. I get home and they came in the mail. She's like, "Dad, they came in the mail." She's got hers on. She wants me to try mine on. And my wife makes a comment that Converse All Stars aren't age appropriate. (laughs) 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 My uh, a daughter's friend starts having a conversation with Emma. Uh, Oh, because my wife said they're not. Converse All Stars aren't uh, made for fifty-year-old men. Right. So my Emma's friend asked Emma, she's like, Who is she talking about? And Emma's like, my dad. Your dad's fifty? No, 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 he's gonna be he's gonna be forty-nine. Your dad is forty-nine? I thought he was thirty-five. Whoa! <laughs> nice out of sight I mean, I knew your mom was 49, but <laughs> No, she uh, she actually was very clever uh, So when this yeah. whole thing came out Then she asked Before you came out She asked <laughs> That's funny, John <laughs> She asked Marsha So when is your 40th birthday? Oh, very nice Yeah, she's, uh, she's oh, very Oh, so sharp. he's 35 and now I'm 40? What's that? Well, no, then by no. then she knew my real age Oh, I see Right, You see? Very nice. Um, So my wife thinks my hat is not. uh, My argument is it's age appropriate because baseball. I am outgrown baseball caps. Plus, I've worn baseball caps for thirty years. They bore me. Okay. (laughs) 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 But Converse All Stars, which twenty years ago, that's the only thing I wore, uh, especially when I was playing basketball in Huntington Beach, California. Uh, There's like we talked about before. There's some nostalgia there. Yeah. Uh, So I feel. Completely comfortable, and, and you're and like a All-Stars. rocker.
0: You know, you're an ex-rocker. Ex-rocker, so you still
2: got to keep the right the rebellion going. Right, but no, no. According to my wife, no, you got to wear. I should wear baseball caps. You should caps, Be wearing a sweater, and I shouldn't yeah, wear converse all stars. Converse all stars. <laughs> you should be wearing
0: a sweater and some. uh Probably some salmon-colored Ralph Lauren slacks. <laughs> yes, my daughter wants me to wear Sperry's, John. Sperry.
2: Do you know what Sperry's yes. are, John? They're yes. boat shoes. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah, I went and got a pair of, like, fake Sperry's. We're at uh, Kohl's with the family, and... Um, my, my wife is picking out some really questionable clothes for my son. So I'm, I'm taking over the whole clothes picking out thing.
2: (laughs) What do you mean? What Uh, define, quantify uh, questionable.
0: She's dressing him like he's still eight years old, you know, like with matching, Uh, like, um, I don't know what (laughs) for his, his dance. Um, she, she says, okay, here's what we got him. And I look, and she got him a pair of uh, khaki pants and a Hawaiian shirt. And then this turquoise-colored button-down shirt, but it's a short sleeve, and it's one of those kind of wrinkled-looking ones, and a pair of gray slacks. Is it linen, the shirt? Linen? No, not quite. It was thicker than linen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, no... No, well, let me, I'll take him shopping. And it was the night before the dance. I said, I'll take care of it. She said, well, what's wrong with it? I go, and my daughter right away, he looks like an old man in the uh, Hawaiian shirt, which I'm like, it Reminds do me I, of Steve I, Dahl. Do I look like an old man when I wear my Hawaiian shirt? Oh, uh, no, well, you yeah, are I'm an old man. You're cool. <laughs> so. I take my son, and I said, here's here's how it's going to go down, Nate. I'm getting you a t-shirt. I know you want a button-down shirt. We'll try that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to win. You're going to get a t-shirt, a vest, and a sport coat, and you're going to wear jeans, and we're going to get you a cool pair of shoes that you can wear with, without socks if you want. Uh, or you can wear a pair of mine because he's got the same size feet as I do. So uh, we get there and we try a bunch of shirts. I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Okay, here's the vest. Here's a t shirt. Throw this t shirt on. Then I found a jacket. It's like a $250 jacket for 40 bucks or something. Black with gray pinstripes. Fit him perfectly. Get home. I'm like, try it on. He tries it on. Looks great. Um, then the next day, I go to lunch i go over to cole's because i found out they got a big and tall section for the old man you know so they got some golf shirts in my size and i find a pair of shoes that i wanted i'm like well actually these will go with his they were like suede navy blue boat shoes they look like Sperry's. so i brought those home dude he looked i I got a picture i gotta show it to you he looked like fucking double oh seven man when he left was sporting it big time and i'm like this is the shit so my wife you know she buys jeans and stuff for him but when it comes to shorts i don't know why how she gets the size wrong she gets them too small she's always buying them cargo shorts that the pockets are sticking way out you ever see that no where they're pockets. too tight and the pockets are pointing oh, right, out right. the sides so uh, we ended up going back to Kohl's for something. And I said, look, I'll get him some stuff. Look, so, I, listen. Same thing with jackets. I bought him a cool coat for the winter because Mom was getting them, you know, <laughs> the shit you would wear like in sixth grade. The one color, straight, solid, whatever jacket. You, I don't know. what. I can't even explain it. it was, it's like he hated it. So I said, I'm going to get you one. I found him a jacket that looked more military-looking with all the pockets and shit. And uh, and then I got him some shorts. And I'm like, here, uh, let's do these t-shirts. Like, here's a good one. Beavis and Butthead. You'll look cool in that. Here's another one. I, they were getting him, like, Aeropostale v-necks. And he just doesn't look good in that kind of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, to make a long story short, I picked out a pair of kind of spare knockoffs there. And I put them on. I'm like, well, what do you think? And uh, uh, my daughter's like, yeah, Dad, you got to get those. And my wife says, no, no. You are not wearing those. You're not going to get those. And I'm like, why? C- they don't look good. I go, what's wrong with them? They make your ankles look flabby. <laughs> What the fuck is that? So, I've been buying, I have three pairs now, Oh, and I call them flabby ankle shoes. Honey, picked up another pair of flabby ankle shoes. Yeah.
2: They're not, I didn't say they were flabby ankle.
0: Yeah, you did.
2: Did these shoes make me look fat? Or, yeah, did these shoes no. make my ankles look your flabby? Flabby, your ankles flabby
0: ankles do. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So you have like different colors. You have blue. You have well, black. no, I have
0: I have the they're gray, and then I have these two pair of Crocs that are you've seen them. They're kind of frayed. They're canvas. Um, yeah, yeah. They look all beat up and stuff. They're fucking super comfortable. I mean, it is. I bought two pair right away because I I'm like oh my god, you know, because when you buy something. They, they run out you know they stop to the style and then you can never get them anymore so i always buy two or three pair of it so that i can wear them out and uh <laughs> man i can't stop wearing them i mean i wear them all the time i wear them to work my boss was saying <laughs> i actually threw a pair out already i have i had three pair the pair's already gone um And my boss, I was working in the warehouse moving some stuff, and my boss is telling somebody a story of me pulling a battery out of a forklift or something. He's like, and there's John out there in his fucking slippers, pulling a fucking 8,000 pound battery out of a forklift. His fucking slippers. He was calling them slippers. Yeah. But I got to tell you, they're the most comfortable shoes I've ever fucking worn.
2: I got to post them on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And then share it with the TTN page, John. All right. So that was about it for me for this week. Uh, Let's see. Anything else? No, I think that was it. I think that was it. Kids are done with school. They started summer school and camp. Then my son's going to camp all of July, and then my daughter's going to camp end of July and in August, like a way camp. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my cousin's getting married uh, in September. Just got the invite. My cousin, uh, who I think we've talked about on the show like years ago, because he had a podcast, the one who uh, manages, I think he still does this, he manages... Um, the Wabash Tap, where we had oh, a couple right. of gigs. Yep. Not only that, John, uh, I just saw on Facebook a couple of days ago that he directed a film, and the film was entered in some sort of a, um, what do they call those? It's not a contest. A festival. And uh, he took first prize. <clears throat> His film took first prize. So, Wow. Um, I'm interested to see what that is. That is all about filmmaking. Must be in the genes, John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> this, because you know, I, I, critically acclaimed catheter with a K. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's a nice segue right into movies, John. Did you see any movies? Um, no, none, nothing on DVD. No. I
0: I, I didn't have a chance man I've uh, been very busy Kids graduation Well we had a big bash Big blowout on uh, Saturday Uh, My son's graduation party Um, Probably 60 70 people Had the moon bounce I bought two of those uh, Canopies I was looking for canopies I was going to rent a tent and it was just too much of a hassle and too much money so i thought fuck for the price i paid to rent one i could buy two 10 by 10s and i did all this searching for like a month and a half and i finally found two that match the color of my house so they look cool when you set them up Then we rented uh some tables and chairs and uh, it was great. We had a great time. I made my ties. We had tons of beer flowing. Uh, we had all kinds of food. Man, we had uh, sausage and peppers. We had tamales, homemade tamales from this Mexican restaurant. Uh, chicken, um, beef from Portillo's. All kinds of just tons of food. Had vi- visited with some f- old friends. Uh, Joe was here. Zach came with their kids. Uh, two of their kids wound up with bloody noses in the bounce house, the SpongeBob bounce house. There must have been thirty kids here, man. It was it was insane. Uh, it was just a great time. Started at four. It ended abruptly right after the first overtime. Everybody's like, "Okay, hurry! We
2: got to get home <laughs> to see the second overtime," <laughs> which was about what ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. So party
0: from four to ten thirty. Had a bonfire going. Uh, it was great, good times. And then the next day, I woke everybody up and had them out there. My son and I. Basically, took everything down, got it all packed up, ready to be picked up by the rental company, and I took a nap. Nice. And then the kids left the front door open so the dog could bark every 10 minutes at somebody walking by. So the nap wasn't very productive.
2: My daughter got me a birthday card that said, Dad, shouldn't you be working on something and then you open it up? Like a nap. (laughs) <laughs> it's like right on. I should be working on that. No doubt. Right now. All right, John. Well, I saw a couple, well, I saw one movie. I take that back. I saw a couple of movies, one I've already seen. Uh, but my daughter, um, when I got home on Sunday, so I went swimming, and then we met the in-laws for dinner at CPK, and then we came back to our house and had cake, and then my daughter said, You know, I... My friends wanted me to hang out with them but I said no cuz I wanted to hang out with you so can you take me to a movie? And the only one I wanted to see was Fast 6 on your recommendation yeah. but I still haven't seen Fast 5. Um and that, that was it was like at 9:45 so we missed the the earlier shows. The only thing that was available was The Internship with um Vince Vaughn and uh Luke, no, Owen Wilson. Yeah, and I like those two guys. They were in uh, Wedding Crashers. That was good. I like that. With Bradley Cooper was in that movie. Um, Isla Fisher was in that movie. I like that movie. And I didn't know anything about this movie other than they were interns at Google. Right? Have you seen any previews for this?
0: Uh, yeah. The the yeah.
2: Yeah, so we go to the movie. Well, they're the beanies and shit. Yeah, it's 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 really not very good at all. Um, the only thing that really saves it or makes it wash, watchable is Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. But the script is for shit. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, so what it is. It's it's meatballs set at Google, right? <laughs> so it's. <laughs> The first thing they do at this internship... Oh, so uh, let me back up. So th- these guys are in their 40s, and they're salesmen. And the opening scene is they're getting fired from their job. Well, the company's closing because salesmen are a dying breed. Everything can, everybody can get everything online. So Vince Vaughn gets uh, uh, the internships at Google for him and his buddy, and they have this interview. They have to do an online interview and they pass the online interview, so they get invited to spend the summer at Google, and the first thing they do is pick teams, and nobody wants to be on their fucking team. <laughs> and then, so, they're they're left with, like, five, uh, uh, three other, four other people that nobody wants on their team, because they're just kind of... I mean, they're all nerds, but these are just kind of weird nerds, and then two old guys. Yeah. So they have to form their own team. Uh, So it's kind of like meatballs uh, With that great When you say
0: weird nerds Like that picture of you In the bookstore
2: With the science behind you Yeah, Yeah. like that (laughs) Um, That nobody would want on their team Yeah, yeah So I would have the weird thing And the old thing going You see, John? (laughs) So But they're salesmen So they're people They're they're people persons (laughs) They're people 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 people. Very good (laughs) Where, you know Computer nerds really aren't very good with social skills. And they get this team leader who's just... He's hes an awful character. He's not likable at all. Yeah. They try to make him nerdy likable, and he's just kind of fucking creepy. And... Um it's just, uh, it's like the meatballs thing where the they, they, underdogs overcome adversity, and then the, the one really bright kid is an asshole, and he puts a really good team together, but he's an asshole, and they're competing against them, and they have all these challenges. And uh, the, the nerd who works at Ger- Gurgle, <laughs> 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 who works at Google, who's like the team lead. He's 23. He's yeah. been working there for four years. Uh, he is Grr-go. in love with a stripper who came to Google to give dance lessons, and so uh, the the team bonding scene. They end up at a strip club, and the message of the movie is, yeah, just get a couple of lap dances, uh, come three times, and get drunk on tequila. And you'll you'll bond as a team, and you'll be the greatest team ever, and you'll overcome every adversity that there is. Not only that, the team leader uh, has a relationship then uh, with the... She was a stripper who taught at Google his dance lessons, Um, and Vince Vaughn does this speech about, you know, how you gotta go for it, and I mean, it was just so fucking lame. Um... So then Owen Wilson meets a girl, and she's an executive girl, and she works, and he's gets her out of that kind of mindset, and they become a couple, and it's just, um, I, I'm trying to think of a redeeming quality, and there's really not Nothing. one. So even when it comes out on DVD, I can't even recommend this movie. If Oh, uh, that's a shame. If you're a big fan of Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, um... I'm trying to think of some good parts, and I, I really can't remember any. It was uh, this one reviewer on Flickster. I don't know who he is. But it, he he made this... Let me see if I can find his review. I think he summed it up how I would sum it up. Hold on, I'm looking. What's the name of the movie? The Internship? The Internship. Yeah. Oh, the other, the other complaint that a lot of people had, it didn't bother me at all. I thought it was a great idea. And Vince Vaughn was the one of the writers of this. So it's yeah. Vince Vaughn. He came up with this idea. He helped write the script and he produced it. I think it's a great idea, um to to put those two in in a Google internship program. But there's so much more they could have done with it. And it, it so they came up with this great idea, but then they just made it like, you know, a fucking lame movie. Um what f- he directed it. No, he didn't direct or it. Produced he, it. He wrote it and produced yeah. it. So a lot of people are complaining that it's just a big ad for Google, and that didn't bother me at all. Oh, here it is—one of the most conventional comedies ever filmed. They should have called the movie "Comedy Movie," the movie. <laughs> right, because it's 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 so fucking cliched, and it's uh, Ebert used to talk about this all the time about. Um, the different types of scenes that you can have and they followed this format or this formula to a T and but there was no cutting edge to it there was no life to it the the cleverest thing was the closing credits where they used uh, a web interface and Google Chrome and Google Apps to tell you about who made the movie that was the most creative thing in the whole fucking movie So I cannot recommend this movie. It's a shame. It It is a shame. shame. Yeah. My daughter liked it. What was it rated? It's rated PG thirteen, and I thought that rating should have been an R. Yes me. Really? I mean, this strip club, there's some very inappropriate shit going on there. (laughs) And then I was talking to somebody about that and they said, Oh yeah, you know what? Kingpin was PG thirteen too. And oh my cousin Greta was in town this week. And she used to work at a movie theater in Kalamazoo, and she was telling me all these stories about parents that would bring their kids into R-rated movies. But she said when P- uh, Kingpin came out, it was PG-13, and so she saw it because she she worked at the theater. Are you kidding me? And she she would tell parents. You, you probably don't want to take your kid to this movie. Yeah. She said none of them listened. There was one <laughs> family that walked out after like 15 minutes. Uh, my
0: wife was horrified when we saw The Good
2: Guys. Oh, I didn't see. You didn't talk about that, The Good Guys, uh, did you?
0: Yeah, that's that movie with... Uh, Marky Mark and... Uh, yeah, Will Ferrell.
2: Yeah. Oh, that Not was a Will, while ago. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of something
0: else. <laughs> she was horrified. <laughs> It was great.
2: Yeah, so it's 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 really because uh, Vince Vaughn he has a girlfriend and then he doesn't and then he has this conversation with one of the interns, um, who's a, a woman and it's really fucking awkward because you don't you don't know. They haven't set up his character well enough to know if he's hitting on her or if he's going to make a move and it's just not appropriate. It's really not appropriate. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. So even if it's on DVD, I mean only if you're a big fan of those two. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see any movies,
0: but I did watch the almost finale of Game of Thrones.
2: Okay, my, my cousin's wrong. Greta is wrong. Kingpin is rated R. It is not PG-13. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> what is it about good sex that makes you want to take a good big right. crap? Right, I can't imagine, because I, I don't remember a lot of scenes. <laughs> but... <laughs> was that in uh, something about Mary or in Kingpin I can't remember what that line you just said
0: it was about it was in Kingpin
2: he kept having to eat
0: out the landlord so he could live in that apartment
2: right and she was gross hey those shoes you posted on Facebook what do they go for what do they run for Oh, uh, what do you mean what? how much are they I don't know what does it say on the the link. I didn't click the link. I'm just looking at the shoe. I'm so impressed with the shoe. Uh, I
0: don't know. Any they they're showing 39 to 99, but I think that's if you get
2: like the special. I have no idea. Crocs Men's Santa Cruz slip on. I love forty bucks. On. Because I'm so goddamn lazy.
0: Anywhere from... I think I
2: paid maybe...
0: I don't know. 40 40 bucks or something. I bought like... Buy one, get one
2: half off. Somewhere. Nice. Oh, so then the other... I didn't see a movie, but... I jumped on the treadmill today. And before I jump on the treadmill, I, I go to Amazon Prime and Netflix to watch something. Yeah. While I'm on the treadmill. And I picked Star Trek First Contact. Yeah. and then, But it was on Amazon, and the, the Wii account is not hooked to my Amazon. It's hooked to my wife's, and I was like, fuck this. So I went to Netflix, and I watched Sherlock, which is a TV series. Uh, have you heard about this, John? No. I think it's BBC. I have no fucking idea. I just found it on Netflix. It's on the Beebs, huh? But it's got Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that his name? Do you know who that is? I love the way you say it, though. Cumberbatch. Do you know who that is? No. He was the villain in the latest Star Trek. Oh, okay. He was Khan in Star Trek. Uh, so it's um, that the season that I have the first season. I have no idea how many seasons there are, but I have the first season. There's six episodes in the first season. Each episode is like a minute, or, or I'm sorry, an hour, 28 minutes. So I'm like, that's cool. Because I spend like an hour on the treadmill, and then I'll cool down a little bit, and then I'll just watch the, sh- the rest of the show. So I fire that thing up. That is a fucking... I only seen the one episode, John. But it is fucking awesome. I really liked Sherlock yeah. with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say his name? Cumber. Maybe it's Bach. Cumber Cumberbatch. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. But I dig it, and I can't wait to... Uh, so when I, I... I can't wait to watch it again, but uh, I have to be on the treadmill to watch it, so that's that's a win-win. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Right on. Um, Cumberbatch. Com- is it batch? Did you look it up?
0: It looks like batch, yeah. yeah. Benedict Cumb- Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch,
2: got four names. Yeah,
0: yeah. His most acclaimed roles include Stephen Hawking in the he BBC drama. Hawking? Yeah, in the BBC drama. I gotta drama. check that out. Hawking.
2: <laughs> I did notice that, and I gotta go back and watch Star Trek again. But I did notice his teeth were all fucked up, and he got those fixed for Star Trek. Because I didn't notice his teeth were fucked up in Star Trek, but they're ah. fucked up in Sherlock. Um, speaking of Star Trek, John, I have this story while we're talking about movies. Um, I'm going to play some audio now. This is from a... How do you know his teeth were fucked up, not fucked up on purpose for the role of Sherlock? They could have been. Because it's set way back in... No, it's set in today's times. Oh, I see. So it's Sherlock, but in today's London. So, Watson is like an Afghan war vet. A doctor. He was a doctor in the Afghan war. And it's really, I thought it was just really good how they brought those two characters together. Come on. And back. Um, uh, the way they set up Sherlock Holmes. hes He's kind of, he's not, I guess he's kind of like Sheldon, where he has trouble, Sheldon from the Big Bang, where he has trouble with personal relationships because he's maybe he's got Asperger's or whatever Um, but uh, it was really cool how they set that that meeting up between these two and how their relationship developed through the episode as they're solving this serial killer crime oh and then the the, the criminal I I didn't have my glasses on so I couldn't really see the TV And I'm running, and I thought for sure it was Roger Daltrey. (laughs) And it may be. I don't know. Let me check it out. It might be Roger Daltrey. I don't think so. But I was like, is that Roger Daltrey? Is the criminal in the first episode of Sherlock? 2010, John Sherlock. It's got a 9.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, a modern update finds the famous sleuth and his doctor partner solving crimes in 21st century London 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 no it wasn't Roger Daltrey he's not showing up in the cast and the full cast so it was some other guy that reminded me of Roger Daltrey yeah, so I highly recommend that. And it's if it's on Netflix, it's like free, right, John? Right. Except for the $8 a month right, fee you pay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Game of Thrones, Scott. Uh, you don't have HBO, though, do you? I don't, so I, I didn't get to see Behind the Candelabra yet. Oh, right. Yep. And I've se- I've, but I've seen a lot of uh, discussion about Game of Thrones on the interwebs, John. Yep. But I have no idea what they're talking about. I did see one episode of Game of Thrones. Well, R. R. Martin...
0: The guy who wrote the books, he was on Conan, and Conan was showing some YouTube videos of people's reactions, not from this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. It was the pre-finale show, and it was basically people who had read the books and knew what was going to happen. And they videotape their friends who are fans of the show who have never read the books, and it's it's a fucking it's fucked up, man. It's it's you you really kind of have to watch the whole season to get an idea of what it all means to see this 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 pre-finale. And it's fucked up, man. I mean, I've never read the books, and I saw it, and you could have put me on video the way I reacted. Oh, my God! Really? Yeah. It was that shocking? It was shocking. Wow. It was something
2: else, man. Something? Something else. Something. that. Well, the first season, they got rid of uh, one of the main characters. Well, they... they do it every season they
0: just knock people off left and right it's like uh, is that
2: little king uh, the the
0: 10 year old is he still alive (laughs) I mean it's like it's one of those things where the nice you know if you're a nice person you really get fucked you gotta be a ruthless motherfucker back in those times to get anywhere it's basically how this is like coming out it's like if you're not if you're if you're not ready to just throw caution to the wind and kill whoever the fuck you want anytime you want you other if if you don't you're you're going to you're doomed if you're one of those people that has some moral value it's over it's curtain for you it, you know, you, you start thinking about that and you look at it and you're like looking at a third world country and how a dictator could could just take and uh, oppress people and, and keep them in fear and all this stuff. And uh, the the only freedom they know is the days when nobody's coming around and fucking up their life. And um, it's just like, at some point it's gotta break your the the last straw has gotta break the camel's back and just say enough's enough and you you revolt but if you're always starving you don't have the the weak you know the strength to revolt you do what you do to get to survive to survive to get by it's it's a shame it's uh it's a horrible way of life there's a little bit of magic that's going on in the film um there's some characters that could see through animals eyes and there's a woman who is the mother of dragons like she can her her sp- species of human that she is has the ability to communicate and command dragons um so it's got a, a little bit of mythology and religion tied into it there's there's this red a uh, woman who's like a, she's like a goddess or a priest, red red priestess, who can summon gods and stuff like that. So there is that little bit of religion and friction between two religions. But there is a guy. Even Richard Dawkins posted a picture of him, the atheist at Game of Thrones, and it's this guy that's in a dungeon because he doesn't want to believe in this red. Uh, priestess bullshit. So it's, it's
2: a, it's man, it's fucked up, man. It's a great show. I remember so So evil. We heard, my wife and I heard a lot about this show and I told this story already, but uh, the first season we got on Amazon and I bought it or rented it or whatever, but I rented the last fucking episode (laughs) instead of the first one. So it took us a while to figure out what the fuck was going on. But I remember being turned off by the whole dragon thing. And if there's drag here's what I don't understand if there's dragons flying fucking around uh how can there be atheists right Well
0: I, dragons back then okay as you, if you're sitting in your your seat now yeah you can say that but if if it's back then uh if dragons are just part of the common World, like they're just flying reptiles, like they're birds. not mythical, right? They're, they're not mythical, they're an
2: actual species that evolution produced, yeah, to fly uh, when it's physically impossible and to breathe fire. Okay, but, but this guy's just like
0: this woman that you're that's manipulating you, she's a fucking sham, you know, don't listen to her, she's gonna wreck your life. And uh, this guy, he, who's a, a king who's trying to c- claim his throne. Uh, the rightful he's the rightful heir to um, the Iron Throne which his brother died because he was a bumbling idiot and this young 10 year old kid ended up getting it who is supposedly the son of that king but he's actually the son of his incest uh, mother and uh, uh, brother the mother and brother banged each other and so bit him out and he wasn't the son <laughs> of the king who she was married to he's the son of the brother mother and the brother of nice. this very crude uh king's guard this this king's guard uh, guy who's who's running amok and running this town now running the town running the kingdom is the, the it's 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 very complicated you yes. really do have to watch yeah, have this to stuff watch. in order it's Im- right it's impossible to come right. right in the middle understood go, that's what happened to me i started watching in the middle and i had to go back to the beginning watch all that and oh now i see the wall okay they got to protect the, against these fucking zombies and there's some zombies in there, too, Scott, just, you know, for good measure.
2: <laughs> if there's zombies and dragons, yeah. I mean, uh, w- oh, all right, okay, I'll go with it. I got to see it, right? I got to yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then, John. Uh, Wait uh, a minute. If there's zombies and dragons, how can he be an atheist? Yeah. Um, Talking about Star Trek before, Star Trek Into the Darkness, and I think we both saw that and we discussed that on the show, John. You know, there's one scene, um, and I, 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 I uh, talked about my unhappiness with Captain Kirk's uh, womanizing. Yeah. Um, not necessarily his womanizing, I understand that, but his his blatant public display of, of womanizing, <laughs> I didn't dig that. <laughs> but there's the one scene, you remember, John, where he's... Um, uh, some phone. It's right at the beginning of the movie, I believe. A phone call. Uh, there's a phone call, and a woman pops up, and then Kirk pops up, and then another woman pops up. He's got two women in bed. You remember that? Yeah. And then the women's tails pop up. Oh right. Right. Yeah. All right. So this there's this guy. Who is this guy? Pastor Kevin Swanson slammed the new film Star Trek. This week on his generations radio program, because of the movie, because the movie allegedly promotes. What do you think it promotes, John?
0: Sex with
2: beast. bestiality. Oh, beast! So we're going to hear from him right now. Are you ready? We're going to hear from him.
1: Do I really want to take my kids to to watch a movie that that implicates the the good guy in the film as as uh, mating with the wrong species, but not just one, but two? Well, you know, I can understand that Christians would get upset if it was well, a male of a different species. No, actually, <laughs> actually I, I'm not sure that yeah. the bestiality and the homosexuality yeah, yeah, are yeah, 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 yeah. really all that different. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dave, I, I said to yeah, myself, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. not going to go see that movie. So, you don't have to draw the line somewhere, don't you? I mean, hi yeah, 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 And how many Christians ask that question? I don't. know. I actually did a survey. I mean, I went on to Google and kind of googled, you know, Christian sites. He I mean, did a I'm survey. To, it's very scientific. Right, wrong yeah. kind of wording into the Google search because you do that, you could be in a heap of trouble. So I did a little search. Turns out there was a Catholic site. Had a little forum discussion on the the issue, and nobody brought up Leviticus 18, Dave. And of course, the whole the whole <laughs> premise of this is that within an evolutionary construct, there is no real problem with speciation. And cross species mating, there's no problem with that at all. In fact, that's how you evolve. That's how you get evolution. And that's not, so that's not accurate. The, the end result, of course, is that evolution has no basic problem with bestiality or cross species mating, okay? Now, so okay,
2: you- so his premise is wrong. Species different species cannot mate. He has no fucking idea what evolution means. So his premise is wrong, therefore, his conclusion is wrong. And doesn't he? I don't know this guy. I'm just listening to his voice, but doesn't he sound like the creepiest motherfucker you've ever heard? <laughs> I can't quantify it, but let's listen to what he what else he has to say. You're
1: saying I can't believe these guys are saying this on this radio program. I can't believe I've saying this either. They are going places where no man has gone before, before or before. should, yeah, or should, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's just creepy and smarmy. You know, his comment about, oh, you got to make sure what you type in Google because you don't want to get the wrong results or whatever the fuck that means, which means he knows exactly yeah, uh, what he's looking for. Right, and he's searching for porn and the whole deal. <laughs> and that's probably why he's a fucking in, involved in the church because he has sin that he so, feels so fucking guilty about. But he gets it wrong about evolution. He His premise is wrong. His conclusion is wrong. And the the ring, the thing, the ring, that really bugs me is he heard about this scene, so there's no fucking way in hell he's going to go see this movie. So uh, that's what really bothers me. Yeah. Because uh, uh, why not see the movie and then have a discussion about it and uh because is his faith so fucking weak that he's going to see this movie and want to go out and hump monkeys <laughs> uh, what is wrong exactly. with exactly i just don't get that mentality and that mentality and that ideology is what propagates these stupid fucking ideas go see something be introduced to something that that you don't think is uh appropriate like, I went to the internship. I didn't think it was appropriate. But it allows me to discuss it and, and figure out why I don't think it's appropriate. And figure out things about myself. These people just want to shut that shit out. They don't want to know anything about themselves, anything about the real fucking world. Just leave me in my fucking cocoon where yeah. God protects me and I can commit sin and, and then he'll save me. It nauseates me, this, this kind <laughs> of thought. Right. And, you know, people say I'm smarmy and arrogant. I say this guy is smarmy and arrogant, but for all the wrong reasons. Fucker. Fucking guy. Ugh. So there you have it. How about that? That's, That's out of sight, man. Isn't it? Let's see what else I have here, John. Let me see if I have some celebrity news. Celebrity news. Oh, I did find a science story. Oh, we didn't talk about the NSA at all. Oh, want to talk about that? Sure. Have you read about that? Have yeah. you know about that? Um, so here's what I know. And correct me if I'm wrong. The W uh we get uh attacked on September 11th uh 2001 and the Patriot Act, right? And from day one we've been cl- complaining about the Patriot Act. I talked to Vice President Cheney. <laughs> I miss the W. Yeah. And uh, and we mentioned it at the time, uh, the Patriot Act. Okay, the W is incompetent, so he's really not going to know what to do with this. But you get somebody in there that knows what to do with this, and you it's it going to cause time. a lot of fucking problems.
1: That needs to be fixed.
2: So then this uh, whistleblower, what's his name? Snowden? Yeah. Snowden. Here's a guy who didn't even fucking graduate high school. He's a security guard and then he becomes, I don't know what he is, but he has this job at a consulting firm. So, uh, there's so many red flags here. So, the NSA, which is an organization that's super top secret and uh, allegedly collects everything we do on a phone call, online, email, what we search for, what we text, everything, and they have this huge data uh what do they call it data warehouse yeah and Something they like that. Th- th- from what i understand they run algorithms on this shit uh and then they oh hey this is um this is a problem let's look deeper into this or maybe let's go get a warrant and, i don't even know if and they get paid warrants paid this guy 122 grand a year 122 grand a year so he wor- he had this job for 3 months and he said uh, I really don't know what he said, other than I can look at anybody's email. I, I Everything is available to me. It's not right. Uh, I shouldn't have this type of authority and this type of power. It's like the Falcon and the Snowman. It dude. goes against the Constitution. I, I saw that. I need to see that again, because I remember liking that movie, but yeah. it was 20 years ago. I can't remember what it, what it was about other than spies. Um, so the guy... Uh, Blows the whistle and then he leaves the country. And so the first stories I read about him were he makes 200 grand a year, he's a high school dropout. You know, they're already trying to slander him. Right. But I think there's some merit in some of that slander because the NSA, a government agency, hires out to contractors for our national security. And these contractors hire people who don't have a fucking high school diploma and who are security guards at the company, and they work themselves... And I'm all for working yourself up in in the ranks of a company. But for national fucking security? Really? National security? Something as important as that? They're going to give it to this guy? (laughs) And the guy, you know, everybody... Oh, he's a hero and all that stuff, and there's a petition, uh, because he's facing like 10 years in prison for turning this information or making this information public... There's a petition to pardon him already or let him back in the country. The guy's probably going to be redacted or whatever that is. Um but uh that's yeah, what concerns don't, don't, me. Don't
0: you think we should know what our government's up to? I mean, it it goes back to that movie The Watch The Watchman, you know? And uh and that in the movie um Enemy of the State, stuff like that. Who's watching the watchers? Who's right. in charge of them? Uh, it's really disturbing, you know. And and my my uncle is one of those guys that when the W was uh, the Patriot Act and all that, he's like, I don't care if they watch me fucking shower, and, cause Cause and I because don't do I, anything I wrong. don't do anything wrong, I have nothing to hide. And I thought to myself, I go, you're you're gonna. Fucking hate it when somebody gets into the government that you don't like. Right. You like the guy now that's in there, but get get a Democrat in there and you're going to be fucking crying like a baby. I mean, I don't like this
2: uh, non-transparent government uh, new boss, same as the old one. And that's what I'm so disappointed about in Obama, because this is what he fucking campaigned on. He campaigned on... Uh, the Patriot Act. He's going to get rid of the Patriot Act. He's going to close Gitmo. He's going to this this whole bullshit about, oh, I'm so afraid of terrorism that, yeah, I can give up my privacy for security. Fuck that. Yeah. And here's why. Uh, th- not only that, but let's say uh, the guy after Obama or the guy after him decides that uh, people who protest him are fucking assholes and he doesn't want to deal with them. He has all this information at his fingertips and he could just knock people out. Uh, Hoover. Hoover with the FBI. He right. would get, he would collect files on people so that he could intimidate them uh, to do his bidding. You don't think that's going to happen if they have all yeah. this information at their fucking fingertips? Not only that, it's not just the government, but it's these private agencies. A private agency.
0: But here's what's even more disturbing is that these These leaks that are coming out, and journal journalists that are reporting on them are redacting their stories now in fear of prosecution from the very government that they used to you know they they nixon Watergate would have never happened if it wasn't for these guys being so without deep throat without deep throat uh throwing that information around. And um, and these reporters that were you know courageous enough to dig deep and and uh, report on it, it, it that scared the government. Oh shit, man, we got to watch out for these guys. You know, uh, and I think I said Second Amendment in the on the last show that we need to protect the Second Amendment. It's the First Amendment I meant to say. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, but they're just throwing that. You know, uh, Obama is a constitutional scholar. It scares me a little bit that he is now. I thought it was great that he was because, wow, he's going to really know how to uh, put everything back in its place.
2: But now I I wonder, hmm, now he knows how to manipulate it even better. Right. And that's the thing. The W, we weren't too concerned about because he was fucking incompetent. But Obama can can use this uh for nefarious uh things and back to your your was it your relative your uncle yeah uh yeah I'm not doing anything wrong, not today, but you know tomorrow what you're doing what you think is right could be deemed wrong by it, who's ever exactly. running the show. And then you're fucked. And the other thing is, how many stories do we do about the SWAT breaking down the wrong goddamn right? And shooting a dog or shooting a family? Uh, the government is fucking incompetent sometimes. Oh, I saw a video um, where
0: a cop was trying to take down it. Now, he was asking the guy a couple of questions, and the guy wasn't uh, participating in the question answering And, like, basically telling the cop to fuck off. So they got it on video. Well, while this cop was having a hard time subduing this guy, because he wouldn't answer any questions, uh, another off-duty cop ran a red light and smashed into a woman's car and didn't even check to see if she was okay. Just ran over to help this cop out and tase this guy and f- knock him down on the ground to get the handcuffs on him. This guy f- this fucking asshole cop injured somebody in order to jump in and help his fellow police officer. He injured a fucking citizen up minding their own business. Minding their own business, he smashed into this woman's car. I didn't I didn't get the full story cuz all I saw was the video. Um And it's just shit like that. Who were those cops protecting? Who? They weren't protecting the guy that they were taking down. They weren't protecting the people around that area because the cop was just suspicious of of the dude. And they sure weren't protecting the woman that they fucking smashed into. It's just getting out of hand, Scott.
2: All right, so getting back to what I was saying, John. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You digress, right? <laughs> Let me digress. What was my point? You know, stories should have My uncle and in
0: the shower. They should and, have and a point. You didn't care. And then somebody goes in there and he does care.
2: No. Come yeah. on, man. Hold on. It's important. It's important. It's Im- Oh, uh, so now... Let's say I get uh, some guy calls my phone, but he has the wrong phone number, right? Right. Let's say it is a terrorist and he's calling his Al Qaeda buddy, but he dials me right. instead. I am fucked. Now they're going on. through your garbage right. can. And not only that, they're going to bust my door down. They know, probing you. Right. Because they're going to get back to TTN. They're going to hear this, right? And then they're going to be like, hey, we need to shut him up. Yeah. And it's curtains for me and my family. Well, here's what came out in the
0: news. Uh, this is uh, on ZDNet. This this is about a story uh, in the Washington Post. Post published a bombshell story alleging that nine giants of the tech industry had knowingly participated in a widespread program by the United States National Security Agency, better known as the NSA, Scott. One day later, with no acknowledgement except for a change in the timestamp, the Post revised the story, backing down from the sensational claims it made originally, but the damage was already done. The primary author of the story, Barton Gelman, is a Pulitzer Prize winner, and the Washington Post has a history in investigative journalism that goes back to Watergate and all the president's men. On a roster of journalistic failures, this one has to rank near the top. Um, so anyway, the story starts out. It says, the technology companies which participate knowingly in PRISM in prism operations uh, include most of the dominant global players of Silicon Valley. They're listed on a roster that bears their logos. In order of entry into the program, Microsoft, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, PalTalk, AOL, Skype, YouTube, Apple, Uh, PalTalk, although much smaller, has hosted significant traffic uh, during the Arab Spring and in the ongoing Syrian civil war. Well, here's the same paragraph as it appeared in the heavily edited story the very next day. What it said was the technology companies whose cooperation is essential to PRISM operations. Now, remember, before it said participate knowingly, uh, include most of the dominant global partners, blah, 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 said the same thing. But they changed it.
2: Somebody scared them. Right. Intimidation. It's J. Edgar Hoover all over again. But in the new information age. And and it could be as simple as that. It, uh, uh, we've we've done this show for ten years, and if you take some of this stuff out of context, it can yeah. make us look like real fucking assholes. Yep. And uh, if if we ever get on the wrong side of whoever, be it this consulting firm or the government, they can threaten us with you know, hey, we'll we'll play this for your employer, or we'll do this or that. And what are we going to do? Oh, please play it for
0: mine. I get a nice severance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's ridiculous. So uh, it, it what the other thing that's interesting, well, let's talk about this. So they had this program. It's been set up for who knows how many years, right? But they've been collecting all this data. Can we say that it doesn't even fucking work? If it worked, obviously the Boston bombing thing wouldn't have happened, right. right? And the so, guy who put a, a bomb in his underwear wouldn't have happened. Right. Obviously, so it, they- <laughs> it doesn't even work. So what are we doing here? Why are we spending this money uh, and, and um, going against the Constitution here when it doesn't even fucking work? And nobody has mentioned that. I haven't seen that anywhere. It doesn't work.
0: And the taxpayer money,
2: yeah, my ass. And apparently, there's this huge fucking two hundred thousand square foot server place in Utah, and and the amount of money they must spend on this. And these algorithms don't fucking work. Yeah. And then you got uh, a guy who used to be a security guard who doesn't have a high school diploma, uh, having access to this information. Fortunately, he's a guy that says, "Hey, this isn't right." And he whistle blows, but how many guys are there that, um, they don't give a shit? No. Yeah. I'm going to listen in on your phone calls. Obama says they don't listen to phone calls, but they sure, certainly have that access. Hey, you know what? I'm, I have an ex-girlfriend, and I'm going to see what she's been up to, and I'm going to fuck with her. Because I'm a guy who uh, used to be a security guard, and now I'm, I, I have uh, access to all this information. It goes back to who, if you have a system where who watches the watchers, it's going to fail. Right. Right. Scary, man. The other argument is, well, the executive branch and the judicial, and all the branches signed off on this. That doesn't mean it's fucking right. They signed off on the Japanese intern camps. That wasn't right. Exactly, Scott. Fucking A, John. And so what's interesting to see, like you said, your, your uncle who, um, was it your uncle? Yeah. <laughs> when it's the GOP's idea, yeah, I got nothing to hide. But when it's Obama, what the fuck? Oops. Yeah. But, get this, John. This is fucking disturbing. Here's another story out of this whole thing. Most Americans back NSA tracking phone records, prioritize probes oh. over privacy. They just don't get it. Why? I just... I don't understand that whole thing. Here's why. Because they're all Christian, right? And they think Christianity should be in schools, and that if Christianity was in schools, it would solve all our fucking problems. We wouldn't have any more terrorists. So if we can't get that, then I don't care. Do what you have to do to get rid of the terrorists. And that's why the majority. That's the majority of Americans think that.
0: Well, some of these people... When you get them in a room, I would say, I would say eight out of ten, you can talk to them and say, "Okay, let's let's put this in real perspective in a different scenario, how it could harm you," and then you explain it to them that way, and they go, "Oh, I never thought of that." And then those other two have that cognitive dissonance where you can't fucking tell them anything because, or, or even have a discussion with them because that's just the way it is. They they believe that's the way it should be. Um, but some of it is like, I don't know, maybe some of it is because they did vote for Obama and they do have cognitive dissonance because we got to say that just, it's not all on the right. It's on the left
2: too. Right. Right. Same. Uh, uh, not, the, it's not exactly the same as the W actually it's, it's to me, it's more dangerous because the W is fucking incompetent. Yeah. Obama's not. And that to me makes this more dangerous. And who's the next guy or woman to get in office? And what are they going to want to do? Who knows? Let me, I need to digress here again. So I got, I brought, I saw this article. Most Americans back NSA tracking phone records, prioritize probes over privacy. Then I'm reading the article, John. Let me read to you from the article. And I'm thinking, who the fuck is the editor? Yeah. And wh- who is this? Is this the. This is the Washington Post. This is Washington Post. It says, The large majority of Americans say the federal government should focus on investigating possible terrorist threat, even if personal privacy is compromised. Now here's the numbers. Are you ready for the numbers? Fully, 45% of all Americans say the government should be able to go further than it is, saying that it should be able to monitor everyone's online activity, and doing so would prevent terrorist attacks. A slender majority, 52%, say no such (laughs) broad-based monitoring should occur. It's the fucking exact opposite (laughs) of the headline.
0: (laughs) A a fully 45 huge percent and a slender margin of 52%. Something's wrong with the description of that math there. You didn't read it right.
2: Uh, Okay, hold on. So what they're saying... uh, it is confusing. So that's the, the second paragraph. A full 45% of all Americans say the government should be able to go further than it is. All right, uh-huh. so that's, that's not the real question. The real question is, should they be able to do this with phone records? Now, if you go down to the fourth paragraph, overall, 56% of Americans consider the NSA's accessing of telephone call records of millions of Americans acceptable. While forty one percent call the practice unacceptable. So we fall into the forty one percent. Yeah. And this whole this whole idea of fear and security, I need to give up my privacy is You you actually you
0: actually share uh something with Pendulette, Scott. I do. Yeah. Uh, He said, I I can't remember the article, Uh, there was an article back in 2008 when Obama became president. He said, Obama's a great leader. He can fire people up and get them to do what he wants. He does smart speeches that promise everyone everything they need and make us feel good about our country and how much greater our government could be. But I don't think our next president being a great leader is a good thing. I'm worried about someone smarter than Bush taking over that tremendous power. Charisma and ambition increase my fear exponentially, and a great leader scares me to death. There you go. We need someone stupid enough to understand that the president (laughs) of the United States can't solve many problems without taking away freedom and therefore shouldn't try. The only reason John McCain scares me a little less is because I think he's a little less likely to win. They both promise a government that will watch over us, and I don't like that.
2: He said it much more eloquently than I did. Uh, Here's some other stats, uh, and it gets back to your uncle. Uh, In 2006, 37% of Democrats found the agency's activities acceptable, Now nearly twice that number, 64%, say that's okay. By contrast, Republicans in 2006, 75% thought it was acceptable, but now that Obama's in charge, only 52% Uh find it acceptable. So that's the other interesting thing is to hear the right wing, uh, like Limbaugh says it's totally acceptable. Glenn Beck says it's not acceptable. Uh, So it's splitting the Republican talking heads into two different camps as well. And I can finally agree with Glenn Beck on something. How about that, John? (laughs) Who thought that that would ever happen?
0: Well, you know that kooky guy Alex Jones. Have you heard of him?
2: Yeah, he's the. uh, He used to have a radio show. He he still he still does. Yeah,
0: he's like the new Glenn Beck, but on crack. <laughs> he uh he thought the whole the whole bombing uh Boston bombing was a setup. What do women want? This is Genesis. She likes men. what was that, John? I don't know, some ad
2: that just popped up and started playing. That's bogus, man. A bogus. So um yeah. So and I want to know the details of this. Is it what I said where they just have all these records and they run algorithms and it's really anonymous until they find uh, some outlier or something that draws their attention? Uh, yeah,
0: that's what they're saying um, because there's so much information. It's it's obvious it, it's not working, it's whatever not they're working. doing. All the, and, and that's, but that's the problem. That's what, that's what worries me is a key word pops up, and then they go down this rabbit hole, and next thing you know, like you said, they're kicking your door down and shooting your
2: dog and tasing you. Or they're asking questions of your employer, and your employer's like, well, I don't need to deal uh, with this.
0: So, what the hell was that? I don't know. I do not know.
2: Was that your computer? Hello, computer. I don't think so. It may have been. I'll mute it because I don't have anything else to play. Some Somebody
0: posted on Facebook uh, right under your recording 278 right now. Damn, I'm still back around 120. Bush is still in
1: office.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, 120. <laughs> wonder what that sounds like. That's got to be like six years ago. Hold on, man. What? what why are you telling me to hold man. on? What do I have to... I'm what? not getting the door. Why is it all me? I have science news. Science! Did we do any celebrities? Let me see if I have any celebrity.
1: That is one big pile of shit.
2: Uh... Uh... Hold on.
0: Come on man it's quarter to 11 Is it Yeah how long have we've been recording uh, uh almost 2 hours four minutes, two. 4 minutes from 2 4 minutes from 2 2 hours 2 hours Man if it was daytime we could do this talk for 4 5 straight hours
2: Right on John we in just a keep studio. going in the studio um, uh, Paris Jackson tried to commit suicide. They say it's a cry for help. That. How about that? Um, uh, what else? Oh, Katy Perry and Robert Patterson caught together at the Bajorque concert. How about that? Oh, yeah. With their yeah. vagina knee. Oh, no, <laughs> no that's, that's, that's Katie Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were like... Did you see that? They, they were... Uh, like, blurring out her knee because it looked like a vagina?
2: Yeah, we talked her about sky- that. Oh, I, Last, oh we, did we? Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't listen to the show very often. <laughs>
2: that was one of my celebrity <laughs> stories. Where the headline was, uh, is that a vagina on Katie Holmes' oh, okay. knee or something like that?" Is she happy to see me? I don't know. <laughs> all right, that's all the celebrity news. Uh, moving on to science news. I only have one science story. It's not even really a science story. It's from the the mail online uh, from the UK I'm assuming it's based on some sort of research <laughs> but it's uh, I thought it was pretty accurate it says that um, men don't mature until what age John what do you, what age do you think uh, that men mature at
0: 64
2: 43, 43. <laughs> they say women mature at uh, I'm, 32 I'm way past that 32. Men remain emotionally immature until the age of 43, (laughs) says new research. By contrast, women hit maturity at 32 11 years earlier. Eight in ten women are convinced that men will never stop being childish. uh, I'm childish. I can't imagine stopping being childish. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Maturity failings Include Finding farts funny (laughs) And being unable to cook (laughs) Really? I can cook And I still find farts funny How about that? Yeah So I'm uh, 50% mature I guess Because I can cook you can't cook I can cook <laughs> scrambled eggs. Hey, oh. I make nice and nice, make nice breakfast uh, burritos. W- omelets. You make, I make a nice lasagna, John. How do you make an omelet? I make some nice can tilapia. You flip it?
0: What do you mean flip it? Flip your omelet. Can you flip it? Yeah.
2: Duh. With you have hand. to when you make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tilapia. Like, how hard is that? It's really difficult when you have to make tilapia and steaks at the same time on the grill. (laughs) And I've mastered that, all right? And I make the best pancakes ever. And waffles. Well, I'm still learning my waffle recipe. (laughs) Like the waffle instruction said, it came with a little cup. And it said, fill the cup all the way to the top and dump that in. That's the perfect amount. Yeah. But my waffle recipe must have been a little too fluffy because it just... Exploded out of the waffle maker, <laughs> so I I wasn't able to fill it to the top uh, uh, as well as the recommendation. So there must yeah. be something wrong with my uh, quantities. You see, but I'll get that figured out. Is that it? Um, <laughs> seeing if there's anything else. Uh. <laughs> oh, it says that a whopping 46% of women have had a relationship in which they felt they had to mother their partner a bit too much. Ah, uh, that'd be you. Yeah, definitely. I'm mothering you. Tetanus tet, tet, um. As a result, three in ten women have ended a relationship because they lost patience with the that guy being one too one. immature. <laughs> We have a lot of other good qualities, though, John. I wonder if that outweighs the immaturity. Yeah. Because if you don't have... If you're not sexy like us, and you're not smart, <laughs> and you're uh, kind of dopey, and you're immature, yeah, who's what? Who's going to stand for that? Right. But if you're as fucking cool if and suave smart, as we are, and uh, have a little bit smart, of immaturity, childishness, then, right. yeah. Hey. No doubt. No doubt. If you were smart... All right, then, John. You measured the earth. Yeah. Do I have any religious news? Religious news.
1: Jesus crap.
2: <laughs> I mean, look at my notes, make sure I covered everything. <laughs> yes. Am I ready to get the Jesus door? Oh, for the love of Job. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I, I can go get it. I don't have any other story. Please. How about that? wow you gotta put some sort of limiter on that doorbell you know where you only can ring it like five times (laughs) okay is that possible is it annoying or should we just have a conversation with phil is it
0: annoying the hell out of you
2: (laughs) yeah kind of kind of was yeah you get a little tense trying to search through your copy over there yes my copy I'm I'm computer and paper. I still have paper. You know, I'm thinking of getting a uh, fucking
0: Apple MacBook, man. Get it, man. Do it. Because I am so sick of this piece of shit, Dell. I mean, it's an XPS. I still have issues with audio quality. I upgraded to a different operating. It's just fucking garbage. It's got to be the... There's no help to fix it. Uh, I hate it. It's heavier than fucking shit. The battery doesn't last for 10 minutes. Uh, The new MacBook Pro, the MacBook Airs, did you see those? They got like 12
2: hours of battery life. Nice. Oh, you know, I did have a science story. (laughs) It was a really cool Uh one, too. But I already closed my laptop. But it was about batteries. It was about how these guys at some college developed this highly efficient battery using carbon nanotubes and how they also figured out how to mass market it and make it available, like create an infrastructure of this. Like we have gas stations yeah. as an infrastructure. Um, so that was, that was really cool. But I already closed my laptop. So, maybe next week we'll talk about that. Yeah, that would be cool. Do a little more research on that. Yes. uh, Miami lost, John. Yeah. San Antonio Spurs, 113 to 76. If I'm a gambling man, John, I take Miami in the points uh, next week. Yeah. I haven't looked at the stats yet, but if you get beat by 36 points or whatever the fuck it was, uh, you're not. uh, My assumption is the Spurs shot over 50%, Miami shot terribly, uh, and that always evens out. And sometimes it's the next game, most uh, uh, most often it's the next game. So I would take Miami in the points next game. How about that? Oh, Scott's Sportsbook. Scott's uh, Sportsbook right Scott's there, Scott's Sportsbook. Yeah. Just email
0: him, he'll set you up. <laughs> uh, he only takes uh, 5% off the top.
2: I don't take anything off the top. Oh, it's no? free advice, no Annie? John. You get nothing? No. I'm like, I give out free advice, and when you hit big, you know, just remember me. That's all I yeah. ask. Send you a bottle of non Yeah, Pre- That'd be great. It's out of sight. That is out of sight. Is Phil ready? Of course, John. I'm always ready. It's exciting to be in here and hear you two live. You know, I usually wow. have to listen to, to the recording. But so to be here live is something it else. Become. Thank you, John. It's frustrating. A man put his penis. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let me, hold on There's been a rash of penis stories in the news, Hasn't there John? It's not no. that I go out and look for penis uh, stories yeah, They just happen, okay. to, they just happen to come I'm up Dr. You see Benny. what I'm saying? Yeah. Man put his penis in his passed out 29 year old neighbor to save her life Unfortunately for all of us CPR does not work that way <laughs> That's right, a 50-year-old St. George man is in trouble after he allegedly found a female neighbor unconscious on her front porch. And now
0: she has cancer. And allegedly
2: claimed he had sex with her to try to warm her. Roger William (laughs) Kelly told police he inserted his penis inside the unconscious 29-year-old on May 19th because he was trying to save her life. He said he did place it inside of her to try to get her temperature up. Police wrote in a probable cause statement filed by the 5th District Court. Police told Kelly that his actions amounted to rape. He was charged Monday with one count of first-degree felony rape. Oh. Kelly told officers that he found the woman pass out in front of her apartment and brought her inside his apartment, changed her clothes, and put her in his bed. He said he then lay down next to her and hugged her to try to get her temperature up because she had been outside, then attempted intercourse to warm her up. <laughs> when police arrived responding to an unconscious person call, they said they found Kelly inside his apartment giving the woman CPR. The woman later told police she thought she might have been raped and recalled being dressed in a pair of men's underwear and shorts. She told police she had bruising on her pelvic and upper thighs. The hospital was unable to complete a rape kit because the woman's vaginal area was cleaned while she was sedated. Oh man. Kelly told police that the two previously were intimate, but admitted the woman had told him before the incident that she didn't want to have sex with him again. Next story John. For the last couple of months, the GOP has been hammering home Obama over (laughs) non-scandalous scandals like Benghazi and the IRS. But now, when they get the real thing, complete with abuses of power and lying to Congress, they've gone strangely silent. Next story, John. An ambitious teen quits job at Target and starts a new career in the Target parking lot, John. This is out of Hicksville, New York. No. Police on Long Island say a teenager who just quit his job threatened a family during a parking lot robbery. Nassau County Police say 17-year-old Keddy Oliver of Westbury is charged with two counts of robbery and two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. The incident occurred after he quit his job
1: Sunday at the Target in Hicksville.
2: Police say he approached a family with two small children outside the store. They say he pushed them and demanded money while pointing his hand in the shape of a gun at the husband and the children. The wife, fearing for her family's safety, handed over an undetermined amount of money. Police tracked down the suspect in the area or short time later and arrested him. Next story, John. I'm sorry! Muslims, John, the religion of peace and the chosen religion of the Taliban, who award two children scholarships for preaching the peace of Islam <laughs> and Allah. I'm just kidding. They decapitated a 10 and 16 oh. year old for allegedly collecting food from a trash bin. Oh. Next story, oh. John. Christ. A professor who joked that a student should go down on him was totally kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unless she wanted to, of course. No,
2: Well I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Robert Ammon Jr., a former professor at Pennsylvania's Slippery Rock University, went down a slippery slope when he took his students on a spring break trip to Spain. The professor allegedly accompanied 19 of his students to a bar where he proceeded to disclose a little too much personal information, including how many women he had slept with. And of those nearly 100 partners, how many came after his marriage to his wife. Later, during the same party, he asked, Who his personal favorite student in class was He reportedly declared that a particular female student Was with him Them on the trip Would be his favorite If she sucked his dick. she went down his slippery pole. That July, Ammon was dismissed from Slippery Rock for unprofessional conduct and specifically for being intoxicated with students and for making inappropriate sexual comments to and about (laughs) students. As part of the response to these charges, Ammon said his words that night were unprofessional simply because he was intoxicated and characterized his comments as trash talk, not harassment. As it goes, the union Ammon belonged to, the Association of Pennsylvania State College and University Facility, challenged his admission and his dismissal from school. (laughs) It was no dice, though, as back in 2006, the university had reprimanded Ammon for sexually harassing a student, and he had agreed to resign if such conduct had repeated in the future. The court ruled the school was within its rights to dismiss him, (laughs) as the former professor had been warned previously of what would happen if repeated past mistakes. Uh, Ammon could not be reached for further comment. Next story, John. This next story is a TTN PSA, John. Do not use a shot vac to siphon gas from a car. No. This is out of Florida. A man suffered serious bird injuries while using a shot vac to siphon gas. Be the first... I'm sorry? Palm Spokesman! <laughs> Palm Bay Spokesman! What is your deal? I, have, I need a new copy editor, John. If I read the news... I thought you say I need a new cooze. I like to run down the, the and read it as quickly as I can. I'm very professional. And whoever cut and pasted this copy included the line, be the first to know when news breaks in Brevard County. <laughs> Obviously, that's not part of the news story, and it upsets me greatly. I need a new intern. Back to my story. Palm Bay spokesman Yvonne Martinez reports that the flash fire occurred around 7.15. According to Martinez, the witness saw his neighbor on fire and running out of the house. Family members took the victim to the hospital. Firefighters put out the fire in the garage, which caused an estimated $20,000 in damage. An investigation revealed the man was siphoning gasoline from the car with a shop vac with the garage door closed. They said the fire appears to be the result of gasoline fumes accumulating inside the closed garage, which were ignited (laughs) by the vacuum. The victim was transferred to the Orlando and fire medical center burn unit. Oh,
0: that's right, John. Oh, we got some audio of him. Yes, let's hear it. Here's I'm his gonna... Well, they interviewed him. Here's what it sounded like.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and That's all he had to say. Next and last story, John.
2: Next and last story. A psychic, John. A psychic. The psychic is from the UK. The psychic Derek Akura. Akura. Ak- Akura. A psychic cancels his psychic show due to unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> That's right. The television psychic Derek Akura was forced to cancel his latest show because of unforeseen circumstances. Fans were left fuming After Okora 63, who claims to be able to contact the dead, (laughs) apparently couldn't see what's about to happen in his own life. The star of Go Show Most Haunted was due to perform at Carnegie Hall in Denifermaline Fife last night for the last (laughs) leg of his Eternal Spirits tour. But a statement on the venue's website told ticket buyers, Please note, the performance at Carnegie Hall has been canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. An annoyed fan told the Sunday people, how can a psychic have his show canceled due to unforeseen circumstances? You would think he would have seen it coming. And
0: that's the news, John. Where the
2: fuck is Carnegie Hall? Of course, John, I read that. I have already read that. It is in done for my line, Fife.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I just w- w- wasn't sure. Uh, could you. Done for my line? Would you like me to spell that giant? Fife. Giant? Done
2: for my line. Fife. <laughs> D-U-N-F-E-R-M-L-I-N-E. Fife. F-I-F-E. Fife. Fife. Of course, that's where Carnegie Hall is. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I filled the crack with Wicked. Little
0: Dog does All right, then. <laughs> Okay, see you later.
2: Gotta get live for the Hawks. Bye-bye. They're playing Boston. Bruins! <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean he's a Bruin fan? I don't know. Is he from the East? I don't even know where he's from. Where's that place again that he said? None for five for line. Done for five. Yeah, I don't know.
0: We can rewind. <laughs> rewind. <laughs> oh, man. All right, John, that brings 278 yeah. to a close. Yes,
2: it does. So we got the Hawks in the playoffs. That's we right. got the oh, Miami going on.
0: I got an announcement. Uh, playing the Beacon Tap. Uh, beacon Tap, on the that's 20- a huge gig.
2: 20 second, 22nd. 22nd of, of this month. Oh, my triathlon's the 23rd, John. Oh. I'll be able to help you load up and load yeah. in. I won't be able to help you load out Oh, you don't have to help me I would love to help you, John It gets me out of the house Yeah Um. And then uh, right here at the uh, Lee Street Sports Bar on August 16th I can walk there from here, John Lee Street Sports Bar August 16th? Yeah How about that? Yeah So June 22nd, that's a Saturday At the Beacon That's that, in two that weeks new bar Less the, than two weeks Two weeks, that's right that's right. At the beacon tap, you'll be playing inside or outside? Yeah, inside. Inside. What yeah. time do you start? Nine, ten? Nine. Nine o'clock. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna help you. And I'm gonna be there. And then August sixteenth Yeah, at the Lee Street Sports Bar. Right. How about that? That's
0: modern elixir. We're actually I think we're calling ourselves Doctor Blue Nuts finest modern elixir number sixty nine. That's That's our official band name. The official name, because there's already a band called Elixir in town. I see. So my logo does say Doctor Blue Nut's Finest Modern Elixir Number Sixty Nine. So there you go. That's our whole name. That's childish, if you ask me. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Number Sixty Nine. Funny, isn't it? Well, you have to put a number. There's always like a number. What number is right. this elixir? So 69, why not? You finally got it right after yeah.
2: 69 combinations. That's right. 68. Yeah. 69th was the best one. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say
2: goodnight, Scott. night, Scott.
0: Listening to John and Scott.
1: A total talk nonsense.